Hello and welcome to Drink Discussion. His name's Blake. And his name is Jason. Blake, you're back for number two. I am, yeah. Kieran of, is still away. Out of how many? We we wait to see how many of this will be. Yeah, like you could be back again next week and the week could after. Could be ongoing, yeah. It could be. Who knows? He does. Yeah. If he's still alive. <laughs> if he's still alive. He's due to come back in the tomorrow, Yeah, maybe. But whether he's awake is another question. He just comes back as this kind of rotting corpse or something <laughs> like that. Or, or worse, one of the dressed like, uh, oh, what was that guy from the Capitol building? He was dressed like a Viking or something. You know, oh, remember God. that one? He comes dressed back like that. <laughs> well, I stormed the Capitol. I went there on January 6th and did it again. And all you got was this lousy t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they're selling. Yeah. It's just lousy t-shirts. Yeah. Who was selling them? Trump. He needs Probably. the money. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? He needs for money for his next... Uh, it's not doing well. No, I don't know why he even bothered. Like, such a self-centred prick, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's probably reeling from it now. It's just like, why did I make that decision? Well, apparently people turned, like, um, news channels turned off his announcement for running for president again halfway through his maiden oh, yeah, speech. Because he just one, brambled yeah. on for so long, they just switched over to another broke they literally changed their programming can you imagine that just like after all this time they've been worshipping him and this time around they're like and you know what happens from here <laughs> yeah we'll be back in an hour yeah we'll we'll see you later we'll see that you'll see the clippets at the end yeah but actually somebody overseas did say like some media boss over there who's in control of like content they actually played all of trump's like rallies and everything quite heavily because it was good for Media people were watching and they thought it would be funny. Yeah, right. Not realising how much they were influencing everybody and they were like, oh, well, Didn't he run whoops. as a joke initially and then they got so much fe- positive feedback from it, he actually decided to make it real. I don't know. I don't, that's unsubstantiated. Well, that's I watched, what I've heard. I think it was on Stan. I watched that. Um, and for those listening overseas, Stan is like a Netflix, the, but is in it Australia. Is like Aussie Netflix? Yeah. 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 So... Uh, we have Netflix here and Amazon and Stan we just like and to Disney. Diversify. Yeah, yeah, we like to just mix it up. Yeah, but yeah, I watched a Stan series about Trump. Right. Um, like a doco series. Yeah, it was it? like a four-part series uh, leading up to when he announced he was running for president. Right. And it was interesting. quite interesting. Think knowing that he actually wanted to do it back in like 1988. I've seen that interview. I think it was with Oprah. He's like, "Oh, if things get bad, I w- want to do it." And you're like. It's just such, such dark foreshadowing now. Yeah, think about it. like he he knew the right time to do it. Like yeah. he was waiting, yeah. and he picked it, and he got it. It's, it's I don't think he expected to lose again, though. No, yeah, <laughs> he, judging by every speech he did after he lost, he didn't expect to lose. No, <laughs> I just need to find forty-two more votes. Pretty sure I said that exact same thing last episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a running gag. Yeah. Well, how are you enjoying the hot weather? I'm not. It's terrible out here. Oh, fucking Well, it's nice in this room that we're in, but out there, it's oppressive. Yeah. It is like a Trump presence. Yeah. It's quite oppressive. Just like walk outside, you're hot, you're going to (laughs) die. Because he sounds like that, apparently. I don't know. Well, I've only heard him on the interviews, so I don't know him personally. No, no. If you did know him personally, though, you'd have to have him on. You'd you'd be bringing me back for more episodes. I'd be like, like, I need you to bring Trump with you. No, just get him on the phone. That's how people contact him nowadays. On it's the just phone. just over the phone, yeah. You sure it's not via Twitter? Oh, wait, no. Ah, he was banned. But he's back again, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought he was banned. They did that, Musk did that vote where he's like, do you think I should let him back on? And there was enough votes to say yes. So I think he's got his account back now. Oh, I would have just kicked him off and left it at Maybe that. it's a positive thing that we haven't realised it. It just shows that it's not as 
crazy popular as it was back in the day. That's know, a, that's a very going back over Trump's tweets and going, "Ha, that's funny." Well, I I liked that there was a Twitter employee, and on their last day a few years ago, deleted his account. <laughs> it's his best, and like best all the media freaked ever. out, and then it's like Twitter's like, "No, it's okay." Some last employee on their last day deleted his account. It was all back within a few hours. You will have your kafefe soon. Yeah, kafefe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Remember when that was? Do you like cream with your kafefe? I do. Yeah. Fuck. Just a bit of uh, caramel on the side. You know, <laughs> give it a bit of sugar. <laughs> Medium rare kafefe, please. <laughs> and you'll have the steak, the lamb, the chicken, and I'll have the kafefe. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect order. What animal would a kafefe be? I don't know. I just I imagine it as a coffee. I can't think of it as anything else. <laughs> and now, as some variety of chicken, maybe. Well, like grande latte kafefe. Maybe it's like a underdone chicken or something. Oh, it's like yuck. a kafefe. It's not roasted. It's confected. Oh, <laughs> it sounds gross, doesn't that it? That sounds horrific. I wouldn't want to eat that. Yeah, I know. Especially if it's compared to chicken. Yeah, yeah. Because raw chicken in any form, it's not good. It's no. you either have to have it cooked right or overdone. Yeah. Not well done or partly like rare. It just it just seems a bit too energetic to be overdone. If that makes sense. Just knocked my computer on the ground. It's fine. <laughs> You're missing all this excellent content. I know. Bring. I just knocked it over, but it's fine. It's That's fine. Okay. You can still see it. I can still see it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's not like I'm reading this from a script. I'm not. I literally, no, no, I'm just it's like, all, it's all free. if I have to unlock this afterwards, it's going to be a pain. It would in the say ass. a lot about the podcast if this was all scripted. <laughs> yeah, I like. I like, spent who's writing this script? Forty-eight hours solid writing this script out. Wow. Yeah. Or maybe we're just great actors. Maybe. Like, just, just, just got like forty-five pages of content. Spent like two weeks rehearsing. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's going well. Yeah, yeah it's going well. No one's noticed so far. Until Good reviews. Till we've. <laughs> Get notices in the advertiser. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Wouldn't that be great? A Adver- review of Shakespeare's. Yeah, Shakespeare's feet, Bolter Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. And the he- heading is just, yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. Listen to this if you want to, but nah. But seriously, if you're listening, please continue to listen. Yeah, definitely. I love you. Uh, I don't know them very well, so I will love them maybe one day. I don't know. Well, I love I'd like them. to get to know them first. <laughs> just take me out to dinner. You know, buy me some ice cream, some cafe fair. Oh, we're going to have some of those drinks that we had last week. They were excellent. Oh, they were fantastic, weren't they? Do you think they'd be good date beers? Like, if you took your, took your date out and they liked beers, would that be one you go, oh, yeah, that's that's one I'd have? I think so. Yeah. I, I think they'd be a good beer to buy. Like, if they said, you know, you pick me a beer mm. and you knew these were good, I think you'd buy them uh, for your date. Yeah. I don't see why not. Oh, I think sure. the IPA that we had last week, um, or the XPA... Mm. Would, would be the better choices. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the XPA would probably be the best one out yeah, of the three. Agreed. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I think that'd be a great date beer. I hope that, I hope a lot of dates have gone like that. They've got an XPA or IPA and it's gone very well for them. Yeah. Let us know if you have. Yeah, no, yeah. We please know. Please let, let us know because if you have, then we want to know what other beers you want us to try so yeah. you can have more successful dates. Yeah. And at your wedding, I want to hear the speech of <laughs> our first date was so successful thanks to Drink Discussion yeah. and their uh, recommendations on beer. Can you imagine that? That would oh, be, that. be a big day for you. Oh, you that, I think that would be like so wholesome for my heart. I'd yeah. be like, oh. Even if you don't get and the then invite. I'll, yeah, and then yeah. I'll be like, you didn't fucking invite Yeah, me. you see it on fuck? Facebook like w- years later. <laughs> By the way, this happened in our wedding video. We never saw it, but here's what happened. <laughs> We never saw it. You guys are old codgers going like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Free content. (laughs) Have a heart attack, dies while recording. Yeah. Kieran's like, 
content. Then he dies, and then someone else has to come and edit it as like last Just will and will testament. Yeah, <laughs> wheel two new people in. We're here to take over. Be, I think it'd be robots by then. Oh. Welcome to drink discussion 2.0. <laughs> Today he we is talk Jason about Bart. he is Kieran Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Today we talk about the new Circuit Breaker 2.3. They are here with us in the studio. Do you think they'd still be sponsored by NordVPN? Oh, they'd have to be. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be sponsored by NordVPN. Like you wouldn't But would autonomous robots want to be sponsored by a VPN? Would it take too much control away from them? Oh, you know? ooh, that's a good thought. Mm. Maybe they're sponsored by a Zeus. Or maybe it's a or fake like VPN. Intel. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Or Skynet. Well, that's that goes without saying. Yeah. It? Today we are sponsored by Skynet for all your armament needs <laughs> to kill those pesky humans. Yeah. Who would listen to it? Would just be other robots, I think, <laughs> working their dead end jobs as they're like riding the robot bus to work. Did you tr- listen to that drink discussion episode? Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, ha ha! So funny. <laughs> they talk about motherboards. Hilarious. Yeah, I was like, do they drink anything? But no, they'd have to be. It'd have to be like drinks of the soul. I don't know, something like, like that. They wouldn't have to. They wouldn't be different oils. Beers. Yeah, maybe there's lots of different oils yeah, out yeah. there for them to drink. You're right. Yeah, that yeah. might be a good thought. Yeah, I was going to say different lubrications, but that. Well, that's, yeah, that's true as well. That's that's robot discussion that's after the dark. Only fans robot dis- yeah. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that! Like what? Like Futurama, where Bender always yeah. sees like the inside of a motherboard, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. "You dirty girl." <laughs> yeah. And it's like not even a robot; it's just like a motherboard <laughs> and a computer. It doesn't talk or do anything. He's like, "You dirty girl." Yep, yep. that's what—that's the future, people. That's what we're <laughs> looking forward to. Bender making out with other electronic devices <laughs> <laughs> while listening to drink discussion. Yeah. <laughs> well, look. The reason people do listen to us is for drinks. Yes. We are actually having. Bolter Brewing again today. Oh, it's not just me who's back. No, That's no, excellent. the Bolter Brewing is back. Uh, they obviously had more drinks. Yeah. I went and bought them and we're going to try them. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. So would you like to try the first drink? Happily. You sure? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're back. Yes, we are. After 30 seconds. It felt like no time at all. It was no time at all, wasn't no, it? No. I just... 30 Blinking. seconds, ran out, bought this from the shop, came and back. just teleported in. Yeah. we're in the future now, remember? Yeah, that's right. We're 30 seconds ahead. Well, actually, we're now a minute ahead. Oh. That's incredible. That's scary. We should we should start putting bets down. Fast moving. <laughs> yeah. The next one, well, the next one, I should say, our first drink mm. for this episode, back with Bolter Brewing, is the Easy Hazy. Ooh. Yeah. So, this is another one of their six drinks that they offer. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, I'm going to read you what is on the can yet again. Oh, yes. it's Hopefully, it's got one of those excellent descriptors. Oh, we can't wait for this. I haven't I haven't read these before the episode excellent either, so this is, this is all new for me too. Why use a stick of dynamite when a party popper will do the trick? <laughs> right into it. Here we go. Wow. Easy Hazy brings the color and spark while keeping things nicely chilled. Mm. The succulent US hops deliver lime passion fruit and hints of coconut around a creamy rolled wheat base to balance the zesty bitter finish pull the ripcord on one without strain or stress your well-contained taste explosion wow that's quite a promise yeah that's quite a promise like there's a lot of promise but, in there. but they didn't mention tingling this they time didn't around. no but they did deliver on their promises in the last episode yeah yeah towards the end like, yeah. towards the end there they ticked all the boxes so 
So I now think, we got it. Yeah, but now they're promising explosive yeah, now and explosions. That's so. right. Now they're promising TNT, basically. <laughs> in your mouth. In, in, in our mouths with cream <laughs> and rolled oats and coconut. Yeah. And a bit of finish. So let's see if it actually matches that. So this is 1.2 standard drinks at 4% alcohol. Okay. Let's hear the crack. Ooh, that Beautiful. was a nice... It was a nice one. Would you like to pour yours yes. and then I will pour mine? You don't trust me anymore. You don't want me to pour for you. All right, you can pour for me then. No, 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 I don't want to anymore. No, oh, I changed you. my mind. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Second time in, I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's <laughs> just like you're banned. Thank you. Well, if the audio listeners saw my efforts last time, it was, it was abysmal. So... There's a reason he won't let me do it anymore. Well, we both got very large, <laughs> heads. foamy heads on these now. I'll just pour a bit more in mine and a bit more for you. Certainly smells bitter. Let me chop this down and I'll give a sniff myself. I, I'm actually getting the passion fruit. Oh, it is very passion fruit. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's chink it and sink it and see if we taste it. Creamy. Yeah. I'm getting the creamy. I'm getting that bitter hit. Yeah. Definitely that lime and passion fruit taste coming through, which is nice. Well, it is easy hazy. Mm. It's a hazy beer. Look yeah, at that. like that's. Yep, can confirm. That looked literally looks like a passion fruit drink, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Mm. Just with more froth. Yeah. It'd be a bit worrying if you opened like a can of Pasito and this much froth came out of it. <laughs> <laughs> can I please return this <laughs> after I drink it? <laughs> it's passion fruit and cafe fair. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really only getting the creamy. I think I think the mixture, the, the bitterness. I smell yeah. the passion fruit. I think it's the mix of the lime and the passion fruit that's kind of not cancelling each other out, but it's almost coming up that bitter taste. Yeah, I don't know. So that is our easy hazy. Yes. Now on their website, this one doesn't have any awards listed. So whether it is a more recent beer, I'm not sure. Um, but there are no awards listed on their website for this particular one well i hope so i hope it's just not a marker quality if that's the case but no but i'd say this is probably a more recent one given that a lot of their pretty much all their other ones actually have awards listed yeah a lot of awards yeah if you go to the website you'll see for yourself they're such a flexing kind of beer that it's like i just have a few awards yeah you have to scroll twice yeah (laughs) just a couple well, I'm not getting the stick of dynamite out of it. No, no, no explodey no, no, taste. No explodey tastes, but I still think it is definitely the name. They've got the name down pat yeah. and the creaminess, right? And yeah. the haziness. So easy, hazy, creamy. Um, I don't know, like, how do you, you. They must have multiple people try these to get, like, the smallest taste buds. Yeah, they'd have to, surely. Or maybe they just look at ingredients. I don't know. I don't know. Because someone has to be tasting it and someone has to be writing it. So, well, I mean, I somebody the same person, or I mean, somebody together. would be, but it, it'd be interesting to know how long it like how you're taught to taste different things. Yeah, well, it's so subjective, isn't it? Taste because everybody's different. Like, yeah. for instance, coriander or cilantro for the Americans, <laughs> for all those American listeners. Yeah, yeah, like I for me, it's. I don't mind it. I don't have a problem with yeah. eating it. It doesn't. Yeah. It just tastes a bit leafy to me. Yeah, don't really have. But then other people, it tastes like literally tastes like soap to them. Really? Yeah, my wife gets it. She can't eat it. Literally tastes like soap to her. Oh, Hates goodness. it. I had no idea. Yeah. Huh. There you go. So like, it just must be one of those things where 
taste like the taste is subjective for somebody. Well, a lot of things are, aren't they? Yeah. As humans, we're very subjective kind of species in our own way. So that's very true. So I don't know. It's I'm I'm looking for those tastes. Like I'm trying mm. to taste it and get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, there might be some there. Maybe but. it's one of those beers that over time, as they they warm up, you get a different taste. Yeah, possibly. Sometimes I've had. But normally beers, when they warm up, taste like shit. Yeah, well, I don't like the thought of, like, warm beer. It's just like, oh, no. Well, look, I don't know. I suppose if there are a particular brand out there that does it, you know, if they do it right. But, I mean, I haven't really tried a lot of British beers on this show before. So, Have you gone? To, have you travelled to England before? I have. I've been to London only for a week, though. Did I you, loved it. Did you try the beer there? Uh, no, I actually had a cider when I was in the pub. Was it cold or? Uh, yeah, it was cold cider. Okay. Oh, it was nice, though. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what it was, to be honest with you. Gosh, that's five, six, seven years ago now. A lot's happened between then. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Well, actually, it'll be eight years this year. Oh, oh my yeah. god! You got to go back. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was only a week, and I still like it's still mesmerizing for me. But yeah, no, it was. It, it was cost, a very it nice. It only cost you about ten thousand dollars to get over. Yeah, there. it only cost me a bit of money to go there, yeah. but it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, talking of worth it. Mm-hmm. You think books are worth it, don't you? Oh, yeah. And I think I've convinced you that books are worth it, too. Oh, yes. And I do believe that my wife has certainly also convinced me that books are worth it. Happily. Whether I read them in physical form. Yep. Or whether I listen to them in audio form. Yep. No judgment here. Um, now, I actually have some more books for you this week. Ooh, this is exciting. Yeah, I know. It's I, less work for me. I quite enjoy it. It's so much less work I for you. I get to sit back, enjoy a nice beer, and just listen to other people do stuff. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that what we do at the pub? Like, if you go to the pub and you just sort of sit there and, like, people watch? Yeah, and the bartender's just sitting there like, oh, come on, get out of here, just give me your money and go away. Yeah, just fuck off, would you? I don't really want to work now. <laughs> it's getting closing Stop time. Stop talking about books. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, so, I actually have a physical book here in my hand. You do indeed, and and not just a physical copy. It is a well-loved copy, I must say, it, which yeah. makes me very happy. Well... You say well loved, but I mean I've only read it fully once. Still, but it did take me some time. I did keep it on me for quite some time while I read read it. Um, and look, I even still have all my notes. I love that. I actually put notes in this one. Yeah. Now again, this is a motivational book. Mm-hmm. Um, learning. Good. In a way, this one is Richard Branson's The Virgin Way. Right. No, it doesn't teach you how to have sex. I mean, um, that's why I bought the book, and I was very disappointed by the end. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for the punchline. Yeah, but when really... I think of Richard Branson, I'm like, yeah, that guy knows sex. <laughs> <laughs> On planes. Well, I got to the bit in here where it says afterward, and I thought, oh, good, he's going to tell me how to at least light up a cigarette after having sex. But <laughs> no, and then the you index. Can't, but you can't on planes anymore, so you thought wrong. Well, in the index, there is uh, the words fake spanking. Oh, okay. And teenage purchase tax. So. I mean. Yeah, the first first one's definitely provocative. Yeah, so... I don't know about the second uh, one. <laughs> you know, you read that and you think... You must just think, God, sex in this book. God Listen. damn it, he's going to give me all the juicy guts. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't. But no, you know what? Um, yeah, motivational book, uh, How to Listen, Learn and Lead. Okay. Now, I bought this when I used to work uh, at Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you were aware. Uh, if you are aware. Well, I am now. You are now. Yeah. Um, I bought this uh, when I received my first bonus from Kathmandu as a manager. And we met Target. um, And I thought, I'm going to read this. And you know what? This actually really helped me. Nice. um, Develop the team and work with the team and become a better manager 
for them. Yeah. Not just for me, but for them. Because if I become a better manager for them, they become better team members for me. So did you find that a lot of it was more applicable to you uh, rather than to others? Or was it the other way around or a nice, healthy kind of... I think uh, it was a healthy healthy mix because it showed you how to act. It sort of helped teach me how to act a little bit better Mm -hmm. by asking the right questions, by doing the right things, but also helping me guide me in the right way to interact with the staff by doing those things. Yeah, right. So I'm just going to go to a couple of notes. Like, because as, as I said, you can see that I still have, I don't know if you guys can hear it. Oh, that's my original. Yep, yeah. That's the original tabs that I put in the book, mm-hmm. like little post-its uh, for notes. So I'm just going to go and read you a couple of little bits out of here. I had to write them down because there were so many, <laughs> uh, but I, I'm trying, they're very short. That's so, good. Uh, there was a bit in here about always look for the good in people instead of assuming the worst and trying to find a fault. Um, that's hard. Oh, it's so incredibly because hard. Because people like, leave impressions on you straight away and you're like, I don't like you. Yeah. Or you don't listen. Yeah, those impressions just make anything so difficult sometimes. Yeah. Like we can all think of someone we've met and just go, nah, not you. Yeah. So having to apply that, is, it's difficult, but I'm sure you can say it's very rewarding when you actually. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Because I, I've had staff in the past where I have worked with them at other places, and I've spoken with them or asked them to do something, and they're not really willing to do it. And you've got to try and find a way around that. You've got to talk to them, get to know who they are, and see how they work. And everybody works differently. Yeah. Everybody has a different different set of cogs and yeah, ticks and like how a they different rhythm to everybody yeah yeah and you've got to space that out especially among 25 team members everyone yeah. could be different oh, yeah. let alone if you were a store manager of like a massive department store where you got a hundred staff yeah all doing different things yeah oh. uh, there's another bit in here listen more and talk less listen don't hear i like that I'm, i definitely subscribe to that for sure so you subscribe to that? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't... I didn't fumble on the computer or on the floor at all. Ah, no, nah, that's okay. I mean, I, I just... I find that, like you said, it's about getting to know your people and getting to know how they work. I find taking that time to just sit and just listen to people, which is hard these days because we're kind of... We're starved of attention. We're always looking for something, more attention online and things like that. Correct. Just taking that time to sit and go, oh, this you came from this place and this is how you like things. It just... It's so rewarding. Yeah. Especially in, like as a teacher, that's just that's my whole job yeah. for the first couple of weeks. Um, I want to read you a little passage out of um, one of the chapters called Listening Doesn't Go Unnoticed. Actively creating meaningful ad hoc or semi-formal opportunities to speak with rather than at your people and then actually listening attentively to their responses achieves something, some incredible positive outcomes. In addition to what you'll hear straight from the horse's mouth, that you'd never be able to find in a management status report, the fact that a senior person, you, cares enough about their opinions to actually ask for them and take the time and attention to listen to them is of unbelievable value to all concerned. Which is so true. Mm. Like, rather than saying, you need to do this, it's like, would you mind doing this for me? Do you have any different approaches or ideas for it that we could do this together? Yeah, like, what, even, what do you think? Even just taking them out of a team context and speaking to them one, one-on-one yeah. to make that kind of connection. And I found that learning about who they were was that best approach. Yeah, like, agreed. What do you do? What are you doing this weekend? What yeah. do you do outside of work? Yeah. Um, and then that just, that opened so many doors because it tells you who, what their personality is, how they act as a person, what kind of person they are in the workplace, Yeah. Uh, whether they 
are somebody who prefers to keep their head down and keep going, whether they want to be the one jumping on all the new jobs. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it just sets a emotion in place for everything in the future. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's it's funny with these self-help books, and I'll admit the extent of my knowledge is from what you've read to me so far. It's all this kind of stuff that you go, oh, of course, that makes total sense. But you have to go and find these like books and podcast mm. things to remind you almost that that's something you're doing. Exactly. You need to do. Yeah. It's funny that, isn't it? Um, which actually leads on to the next little bit in here about get out there, don't make them come to you. That's just a short sort of like, I don't yeah. know, what do you call it? Where people take a snippet out of something and they do like the commas for speaking and they do dot, dot, dot. And then the words, and then dot, dot, dot. Is it like a... Like paraphrasing. Something that's the like word that. I'm yeah. looking for. Yeah. Thank you. So that, I'm paraphrasing there. Like, get out there. Don't make them come to you. Yeah, yeah. Which, again, I found incredibly helpful mm. because it made made it seem like their time was important to me for me to go to them, find them, ask them what needs to be done, talk to them about what needs to be done, get their feedback, and then go away rather than like, hey, can you come down to me now? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I will go to them. I make the effort to go to them. Yeah. Which balances the kind of levels a bit. And oh, power 100%. And just, yeah. Because they might be busy. Of course they will. Or they were doing something at the counter and they, or they couldn't leave. Like, the store I worked in was two floors. Or maybe you have an employee who's been there for, I don't know, X amount of time who's never met you before and they go, oh, my manager just came up and asked me, you know, how I was going and what I'm doing and if they need... Like, that's a good thing. Like Exactly. Rather than this kind of faceless figure somewhere else. You know? Exactly. Um, there is a quote in here in this book at the start of chapter four, kiss and tell. So again, you thought yeah, it might yeah, have been a yeah. sex Maybe book. Maybe that's how it, he got so many of these sold is just these these uh, provocative chapter titles. Maybe. And then it's like simplicity wins every time. It's like, fuck, like this is just... Yeah. But still didn't deliver. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a quote here from Colin Powell. Uh, great leaders are almost always great simplifiers who can cut through argument, debate, and doubt to offer a solution everybody can understand. Yeah. That's so true. It's incredibly true. Like, just... I, just overcomplicating things for the sake of overcomplicating things is something that I'm noticing in the world. I don't know about you. Just everywhere. Everything's becoming so much more complex. Yeah, it's just no like, reason. just keep... And, like, the current role that I'm in now, that quote out of this book goes a long way for me now. Like, the way... So without giving away where I work. I mean, people probably already figured it out, but um, I work undertaking maintenance for for multiple owners in blocks of homes. Yeah. Um, And when we send documentation out to them for X, Y, Z, I find that trying to answer the questions that they would ask me prior to going out makes things so much simpler. simpler. Yeah. Simpler? Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Yeah, it simplifies everything. Yeah. Because I've already done the research and they just have to give me their response rather yeah. than a back to and forth making it all confusing. They go, I don't understand what this is. I don't yeah. understand what that is. Yeah. I like putting myself in my students' positions, you know, because I'm teaching them con- like uh, content every single day. Yes. And some of it can be quite challenging. Yeah. And the way I kind of run things is go, all right, if I'm 15 years old and I'm this student, how do I understand what... Uh, a soliloquies or a comma or a par- you know anything like that yeah and I break it down for myself and go alright here's how you should do it in your yeah. brain and it seems to work quite well rather than me going you know me X amount of age going well this is just how it works you should just get on with it like don't worry about it yeah which is what I always hated with 
some places that I've worked and and in school was well, just like you need this. Yeah. This is like you and should you know. It's get, like, but I don't like you. You're not explaining yeah. how this works. Like, yeah. And now at thirty, sometimes I still don't understand where oh, a same. comma should go. <laughs> like, and to me, and after a comma doesn't make sense. But it does. Yeah. It in some depends who you ask, situations. Yeah. I know that the uh I don't know what it's called, but the full stop and the comma. Yeah. I, on top of each other. Oh uh, um, the full colon, stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, a colon. I know that that can mean like I'm finishing a sentence but also adding an explanation. Yeah. Uh, like I had to learn that later in life because no yeah. one taught me those things. It's no. just expected that you would know. Well they probably just said it in a way that they understood it and that was it. Like, so many people just... You'll find that they'll explain something to you and you'll go, what? And they'll be like, well, that's... I understand it. I That's how I understand it. And you go, well, that's cool. How do you get me to understand it now? Yeah, it's like all good and well, but like, how the hell am I meant to get like this? Like, so much confusion can happen out of that. Mm. And as a manager, I imagine that's just the bane of your existence. Well, it's it's miscommunications. Funny. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's funny, we're mentioning about words. There's a part here on pages 94 and 95 from Little Words That Go A Long Way. All right. Or just... A couple of sentences. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, having listed some of the words and phrases that I recommend are best avoided, which is Richard Branson. Yeah. yeah. Here are a few everyday words and phrases that I strongly suggest using as often as possible. The first consists of seven little words. I'm not sure. What do you think? Oh, I use that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I it's, use so much. Yeah. yeah. It just gets them thinking, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, there's another one here. The hey, I can't be expected to have all the answers, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on the subject. It's now a, it says a, here it not only has a humanizing effect, but it also tells the employees that their opinions are respected and considered to be of value. That's one bit I didn't really agree agree with out I of just, this. I, I feel like it leaves a little bit of leeway for tone because when I heard the first part, I'm like, with the wrong, even just a slight tonal sh- shift that could go wrong. But, exactly, yeah. and I I just think that that one. It just isn't quite right, but well, I, I don't know where I read it, but I read it somewhere that the simple, the shorter sentences are the most effective. Like that one feels almost too long. Yeah, well, there's another one here of um, even without saying that I don't know. Frequently asking simple little questions like, "So what do you think?" or "Are we missing anything here?" Mm. See, that's better, a bit more collaborative as well, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it just sort of opens the doors to like, so what? what what are your thoughts? Yeah. Like, how, how do you think we should approach this? Like, I might already know the way that I want to approach it, mm. but what do you think? And then you might go, hey, that's a much better idea. Yeah. Let's use that one. Well, it comes back to what you were saying about not lecturing people all the time. Like, it becomes more of a discussion than, I'm just going to stand here and tell you what's what and what's happening. And exactly right. So, yeah, if you want to help, a bit of help with sort of how to... Engage spice with people or spice up, spice up the non-sex life with uh, people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could it could start uh, something. I don't know. It could. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? And then it just goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Virgin Way by Richard Branson. Good. Uh, in talking of ways, mm. ways milk. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what are you thinking of this beer? It's it's okay. It's it delivers on most of what it promised. Like it's not a bad beer by any yep. by any stretch. It's just didn't didn't pack that punch that it promised. I must say. Yeah. Even after a little bit. Yeah. What about you? Uh, well, I already know my rating mm. on it. This one, so I'm just going to give you the rating out of Richard Branson's. Yes. So I'm going to give it seven Richard Branson's. I was going to do the same. Yeah. 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 I think it hits all the right notes. Mm. Uh, it's not my favorite out of the ones that they presented to us so far. Nah, well, not at the all. 
I've gone and purchased and brought here for us to try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, if you're keeping a tally at home, yeah. If that you one, keep if number you, four, yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be right, wouldn't it? It'd be like the bottom of the list out of them, but still a good beer. Yes, agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a bad one. There's no jump between three and four. No, no, sure. no, no way. Um, still a good beer, just not my favourite out yep. of the ones that we've tried so far. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, shall we move on to the next drink? Yes. Two. Yes. Volta. Yes. Once again, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and Volta, if we are pronouncing it wrong and it's like Balta. Yeah, we talked about last time, didn't we? Yeah, uh, just let us know. Balta. Or it could just be T. All the B-A-L is silent. Yeah, it's all silent. Or the T-E-R is silent. It's Bal. Well, usually the last letter is silent. So it'll be Balt. Balt. Bolt. Bolt hair. Yeah. Bolt hair. Oh, Bolt hair. That could be Ooh, it. it's like French. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one we've got is hazy. Okay. So we had easy hazy. Yeah. Now this is just hazy. Okay. So this one is 6%. So we are jumping. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. And it's 1.8 standard drinks. Oh, actually. Yeah. It's jump, yeah. Yeah. Now this one is apparently, according to their website, is a limited, res- uh, limited release Ooh. hazy IPA, 500 mil. Oh, okay. I'll read you the description and we'll see if it matches. Again, I haven't read these till now. All right. If a weather app forecasts the outlook on this beer, it would say slightly cloudy with a downpour of juicy hops. Its luscious nectar showers your lips with a combination of candied orange, mango and passion fruit, followed with a refreshing breeze of bitterness beneath. Chill out, sit back and relax with a lazy hazy. That's nice. Ooh. Now, we did agree that the higher alcohol contents last time were the better ones. Yeah. They did come out better. I'm hoping that's the trend, yeah. Yeah. So, let's crack this open and see if it's any better. Still yeah, sounds good. It still sounds good. Yeah. Don't let the can opening Deceive deter you. you. I just gave myself yeah, all you'd... froth there, <laughs> didn't I? He's just doing it to make me feel better. Yeah. Just to He's seeing me sad in the corner. He's like, I'll do him a favour. I'll yeah, do bad. Do him a favour and do it bad. It could be as bad as when I poured uh, Kieran mostly gin into <laughs> his into his gin and tonic and gave him like the tiniest drip of tonic. And he's, he's doing inverted quotes as he says this, like accidentally. <laughs> yeah. I did actually. I didn't mean to. I didn't realise how much tonic I had left. And then it just went. Into his, and it was like, this is just gin and a splash of tonic. I'm like, that's all you need, right? Enjoy. (laughs) So let's chink it and sink it for this hazy. Yes. Ooh, there's the bitter. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say there's a slightly cloudy downpour of juicy hops. There's definitely juicy hops. Mm. I'm getting the bitterness beneath. I'm just trying to find the mango, the orange, and the passion fruit. Maybe the passion fruit is just all that colour because, like you said, it is quite hazy. Maybe it's just all that colouring. I don't know. I do get a bit of passion fruit, but I'm not getting the mango and the orange. But that's just me. Something citrusy in there. I know that. But let me have a sip of water and try again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a different hit. Oh, yeah, that's refreshed good. the taste buds and. Mm. What, was it, did you get it? Did you get the flavours? I can feel the candiedness okay. of it now. Okay. Not quite John Candy, but the candiedness of it. 
John Kent. Oh, yes. John yeah, yeah, Kent. from like Cool Runnings yeah. and Uncle Buck and uh, Trains, Planes and Automobiles. It's been so long Which, since by the way, that, is yeah. a fantastic film. I haven't seen it in so long. Oh, I need to go back and do a John Candy-like marathon. Yeah. Such good, feel-good vibes, that guy. Oh, yeah. Such a shame he's not around. Oh, is a big pity. He, he would love the hazy IPA. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, now, this one has only got four awards against its name. Being only, only a limit. Only four Only awards. four. Uh, well, compared to the other ones, which have, like, this, for instance, the IPA from last week has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen awards. So it's kind of like the slightly disappointing child, yeah. Younger cousin, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one that no one likes. But no. still, four awards. That's still That's something. Still, still good. We've got some golds and uh, silvers. Pretty good. That is good. Yeah. Now, you know what else is good? Mm, me. You- yeah, you. You oh, brought another book. Yeah, I did. I thought you were just going to say I'm great and and then just leave it. At, then leave it at that, and I'll walk out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and next week, <laughs> I did bring another book. So yeah. uh, now, what did I say? What you type wanted, of book? You wanted something that fondled the taste buds, okay? Which is very hard to work to. I must say. So thank you again for that. I'd like to present a challenge. You do. You do. And I, you know. I like to be challenged, at least on the holidays, you know. Yeah. So I thought about it. I'm like, you know, taste buds, tongue, you know, speaking. It's, you, I want to find a book that's nice to kind of read or nice to kind of speak loud, right? Yeah. And I was thinking about what you said about audiobooks. Yep. And I found one that is not only a great read, but it's audiobook reading. The most recent one is so good. So I remember you guys being a bit of a James Bond fan. Yes. Fans. So I've yep. got From Russia With Love. Ooh. Yeah. Have you read any of the Bond books before? No. I haven't actually seen all the Bond films. Okay. Have you seen this one? Uh, I feel like I have. I think I have. If, if there was a train in your memory, then you probably have. Is that the one where he has to stop a missile in a missile silo? I mean, no. that's most of the films, but... No, no. Nothing like that. It's no? it's much more uh, down to earth. It's like It was like the third Bond film or something, so it's more like um, Cold War spy thriller rather than... I feel than like I have Saber seen World. it. Yeah. It had Connery in it, so, you know. Yeah, well, we've definitely seen it, yeah. Yeah, definitely. From Russia with love. He doesn't sound like that, though. It's like, from Russia with love. That's better. Yeah. Yeah, that's much I'm better. I'm not allowed to do that accent at home. It creeps, it creeps <laughs> my fiance <laughs> <laughs> Say that as you turn the lights off in the bedroom. With Russia with love. I shall not comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend reading the book, but there's also a really good reading by a guy named Toby Stevens. Yep who's a British actor, and every part of it that he reads is just so fantastic. Like, he knows how to do the perfect bits here and there, perfect accents, things so like, like that. So, like, like, the right pauses yeah, and... Yeah. Um, Ref- and inflections and things like that, yeah. Because yeah. there's some... And elongated pronunciations of yeah. words. And he's, and he's having to... Because a lot of the book, or at least half of it, is not actually about Bond. It's about the villains, the Russian villains, and yeah. them kind of preparing to take him out. So a lot of it is accent work. Yeah. And, you know, you can do Russian accents like really outlandish to be like, you know, Russia and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He does it so well. It's just, it's nice to listen to. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not even going to try and do that because... Is it just butcher it? I'd butcher it. Yeah. Terrible. But the writing by Fleming, as of its time as it is, because it was written in the 50s and 60s, so take that worldview as you do. It's just some really like great passages and things like that and I'm glad you did some passage reading if you're on because I wanted to do some as well so this is the I don't don't want to leave you out on a limb on your own yeah I appreciate that and this is the first line of the book right so this is the hook to get you in the naked man who lay splayed out on his face beside the swimming pool might have been dead 
Shit. All right. How good's that? That's like, that- he might have been dead, but he's also naked. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it gets you thinking, right? But it's also, if you think about saying it in your head, because I know some people describe reading to themselves as like saying it in their head. It's kind of nice. Like it's nice, yeah. short, sharp and... I'd have to agree with that. I do, and I physically read something, I do read it in my head. Yeah. Like uh, it's, what? people obviously, like, well, obviously you read silently, but like, no, I'm hearing my own voice read it to myself yeah. in my head. Or you have, do you, when you read, do you have like certain voices in your, not just your voice, but certain people, like when you read Richard Branson, right? Did you have his voice in yeah. your head if you know it? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I have the same thing with fiction. Like you, especially with things that have been made into films or audiobooks and things like that, you kind of can't help but read Bond as like Sean Connery or something like that. Yeah. And it's it's kind of nice. It's, it's it's a weird thing, isn't it? To, yeah. To, I suppose it maybe it helps us understand it a little bit better. Yeah. Because it is that bring person. Bring more of our own context into it, yeah. Do you read aloud at all? Like when, when you're doing any kind of reading, like it could yes. be at work, things Some, like that. Sometimes I do because it might help me understand a little bit better Good. about what I am actually reading. Because sometimes, you know, like you'll read a particular sentence and you read it a couple of times. Like it's just not making sense. And you read it out loud. It's like, this person is going to the shop. Yeah, so exactly. I, okay, now I get it. Exactly, exactly. That's one thing I, I, I really love bringing into the classroom in particular. Is that, and again, it comes back to the fact that we're not reading as much anymore. It's all on our phones. So one thing I'd really like to push is actually taking the time to read aloud. Yeah. Even just little bits and pieces. And it's so stupid when you start. But like you said, you get so much more understanding of what you're saying out of it. Like when you mentioned about using commas and colons and things like that, your brain learns what they're actually used for. So like commas, you probably learned school was where you take a breath, right? Yeah. Or take a pause. So you learn where commas go when you write things down. Yeah. So, I don't know, just bring a little bit of English teacher in this podcast. Wow. Yeah. If you're reading, just find a quiet place and just do some whispering to yourself. <laughs> it's sound, me, don't do it in public, but, me, you know. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> when you're reading certain parts of the book, you're like, he stabbed me. Ah. <laughs> then go into a corner and just go, ow. <laughs> <laughs> the state library can be quite quiet. I can imagine someone reading this and just going, ow. <laughs> really loudly, like, <laughs> Certain books, anyway. Uh, it has got some um, slightly inspirational, uh, or at least some cynical life lesson uh, quotes okay. out of it as well. I've got one for you. Those who the gods wish to destroy, they make first bored. They make them bored. Yeah. So that's the idea that the downfall of people is they being get bored. bored. Yeah. So, so they decide to destroy God. Yeah. Well, it's it's like I don't know. You can read it in a lot of ways. I guess it's the thought that if you leave someone bored long enough, then they can end up like tearing themselves apart or it could be, you know, something like that. Yeah, okay. I don't know. And they might bring the world down with them, that sort of thing. Like, yeah. I'm bored, so they go overboard Yeah. in terms of just going destructive. Like, yeah. what can I get away with? What can I do? Yeah. But you get, you see how it's like these kind of books, they... When they came out, people kind of went, oh, they're a bit pulpy, you know. They're, they're kind of like flash fiction, you know. The, you know, real literary people don't like it and stuff like that. But you read something like that and you go, wow, I could actually really take that apart. Like, there's a lot of uh, depth to that writing. I know, my brain is, like, literally trying to figure out how to best describe yeah, that but right you, now. But it's all through, like, this story of this very typical, like, action movie almost, where it's, like, Bond going to Turkey and, like, falling in love with a Russian woman and... There's a train fight and all this kind of fun stuff. And you read bits like that and you go, wow, that actually, yeah, I could think about that. Wow. It's no virgin way, but 
it still leaves you with these kind of lines that you go wow that's quite good i'm gonna remember that for a while you know i i'm literally still trying to unpack that <laughs> in my brain like but it's like you, you could, said like you could argue the point in any any way you could read from russia with love i could you should it's quite good or listen to it that's fine as well so i'll read you this last one this is from a character that bond mates and he's only from he's only in this one book he's called karen bay and his whole character is about being this kind of outlandish big character who like does things on a whim and Bond basically sits down with him and asks him, like, you know, why are you the way you are? Like, why do you go out and do all these things and, you know, act in this reckless way? And he says this about it. I do too much of everything all the time. Suddenly one day my heart will fail. Uh, there's a few dot, dot, dots in there. At least I shall have died from an honourable disease. Perhaps they will put on my tombstone, this man died from living too much. It's like the better version of live, laugh, love. Oh, taking, okay, yeah, yeah. Taking things by the reins. You'd rather die having done heaps than kind of sitting in the corner and going, oh, I wish I'd done this, I wish I'd done that, and things like that. So, I'm just trying to understand it a little bit more. So, in terms of, like, I could die at 100 but not do a whole lot, yeah, or he, I could die at 85 and have done a lot. Exactly, yeah. And he talks about it, the idea of living recklessly is almost like an honourable thing that he could die from, like a disease. He makes that comparison there. Excuse me. Wow. And then his tombstone would say, oh, this man died of doing everything instead of this man died with regrets or something like that. Wow. Yeah. What what a way to have like something written on your tombstone, though. Yeah. Well, it's more a metaphorical tombstone, but it'd definitely be a, <laughs> it'd be a statement, that's for sure. Well, you definitely delivered on the tingled my... Or fondled my taste buds. Well, there's a few. There's if you fondled my brain's taste buds. Yeah, if, like my brain is like. You, I'm glad you mentioned the the, the kind of innuendoy parts of the chapter titles in Branson because there is some very sexy scenes in From Russia with Love. I won't give any away. <laughs> just in case you haven't seen the movie. Just in case you haven't been convinced to read it. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. No, my brain is like trying to process those particular things because they yeah you've you've succeeded in the. Fondling my fondled brain taste buds, <laughs> fondled those brain cells, and now they're broken. They need a cigarette after. Oh, the the board one is still getting me. Like yeah, yeah. Like maybe this, maybe this God will be, made this will be the thing that makes you go. Boredom. You know what? I'm gonna go tonight. I'm just gonna put on my earbuds and just listen to from Rush with Love. You know, the thing is, if I was to sit there and listen to that with my earbuds in, I would fall asleep. Yeah, fair. I've started doing that as well. Like I actually talking earbuds. I, before I got, like, my wife bought me one a few years, the other year, and it's, it's they're not quite wireless, they're more like, they're the wireless in the sense that it hoops around the back of your neck. Oh, yeah, Like yeah, sports yeah. ones. Yeah, I've tried those, they're quite mm. good. So, they're, they're, they're fantastic, I actually, I don't really have any need for them at the moment. No, like, but they're very comfortable, aren't they, in their own way? Oh, like, yeah. They just get them out the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't have any need for them, like, in my current role, like I used to... You're right there. You're just dying on your beer. I'm enjoying it so much. It hurts. <laughs> um, go on. Please go on. Uh, yeah, in my previous role, I used to take the bus to work. Now I drive. Yeah. So the audiobooks. But I'd, yeah, I don't really use the, the earbuds anymore. But once upon a time, I, also, I had the, the corded ones that connected to like the MP3 player. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I used to fall asleep with them in all the time. And one night, I dreamt I was eating. You can oh, see where this no. is going already. Yeah, yeah. And I dreamt I was eating spaghetti. <laughs> oh, no. Did you wake up in time at least to discover what you'd done? Or uh, I woke up because I was choking. <laughs> I had eaten, and I, I'm going to show to you, obviously, because you're here in person. Yeah. 
uh, about that much oh cord. Oh, God, that's And for those listening, it's almost about, I'd say, what, 25, that's nearly, nearly 30, a ruler's length, nearly yeah. a ruler's length wow. of cord because I thought I had, uh, I was eating spaghetti. Did you chuck it up at least? Well, what alerted me was obviously I started choking on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I awoke and the first thing I felt was one earbud in my ear, the other earbud just sticking out the corner of my mouth. <laughs> oh, God. And then, and that's when the shock kicked in and I'm like, oh, God. and I had to pull this cord out of my mouth. I'm like, oh, oh. Never again yeah, did I go to nah. sleep with the those in. But now, if I've got the other ones, if I decide to sleep, it's okay. Because they're, they're around, around, around the back neck. of my neck. They'll just choke you out they cut, the other way. Yeah, they'll just choke me the other way. Yeah, like, they'll cut the circulation. That's the more fun way, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> what kind of dreams do you have? <laughs> the spaghetti kind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. So, uh, I don't recommend eating your uh, corded earbuds. Do you think that's one of those strange addictions? You remember that show, Strange Addictions, that yeah. people eat earphone, oh, earphone cords? Oh, it's got to be. What about the strange addiction where the lady used to bath herself in bleach yeah. like four times a day? Yeah, I remember that. And like her eyes were constantly red. And it's like, oh. are you crazy? Or the guy who married his car and used to make out with the front yeah. of it? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, everyone remembers that yeah. one. <laughs> Like, how do you get yeah, intimate with that? Like, oh, we've seen. Like, we yeah. don't have to. We yeah. don't have to imagine it. <laughs> so, anyway, so Russia from <laughs> from Russia with love. Yes. Um, by Ian Fleming, I should say. As by well. Ian Fleming. Yes. And when was that book ori- originally published? Uh, I will double check. Just you sure. said the fifties, right? Fifties, sixties. Yeah. I'll just yeah. Double check for mine. So it was obviously a book before. Yeah, the so Bond films. Most of them were already written before they'd started with Doctor No, which was the first film. Yeah. So he, So how many books did Ian Fleming actually write? Do you know? I think it's like fourteen or fifteen. Like he Oh well, so most he, of the Bond films that had come out oh, yeah. are actually based on a book. Yeah, all the what they say is all the good ones are based on the ones he's written. Oh wow, okay. But then you look at like um Skyfall and stuff like that. Original films. Yeah. That's still good. But then you think about it, like Casino Royale, he wrote From Rush With Love, Goldfinger, um, uh, Live and Let Die, Living Daylights, personal favourite of mine. Like, all these ones he's written, you go, oh, yeah, it's not a bad film. Huh. Yeah. Shit. Like he, and he, he was still alive when they were making the films, well, initially at least. Yeah. And he actually hated, initially, Sean Connery. He was like, I don't want a Scotsman as James Bond because he's written in this very, like, British figure, you know couldn't have any like celtic blood in him little, little did he know that it was yeah. the best decision they had ever ever made yeah well he went to i believe he went and saw them f- uh film a part of it and he saw sean and he retroactively made bond a scotsman in his you know as almost like a bit of recognition for connery and how well he did that's fucking incredible yeah yeah that's that's insane it just it just goes to sh- first impressions like you said just goes to show right yeah wow it's just his brain is so fondled he doesn't know where to go from yeah i know it's just like (laughs) you're gonna have to talk for the rest of the podcast my brain is like sufficiently fondled speaking of uh sexy time moments in novels (laughs) how would you rate this (laughs) (laughs) well uh out of sexy time moments in novels i would rate this one uh, a solid i don't want to give it a seven and a half but i don't want to give it an eight so i'm going to stick it at an eight 7.8 7.8 I'll stick it in the 7. middle 7.8 Okay Yeah Alright yeah. I'm happy to give it a 7.5 like, Yep I think it's I think it's good It's got some good yeah. value to it I just don't know if it's 
I don't know if it's reaching the heights of the last ones. No, it's not reaching why. the heights of the other ones. Maybe it's because we were excited about the whole tingling thing and we just rated it very high. We're like, oh, if we rate it at eight, it will make us tingle more. Yeah, maybe. But in saying that, again, like that's our personal preferences. Absolutely. Um, I'm not always the fondest of a of a hazy beer. Like same mm. with the, for instance, cider. You know, five seeds can be a little bit too hazy for me. Yeah, right. Uh, so I prefer a crisper cider. So what is what is your perfect cider? Like, do you have a brand that you would? Say oh, that's like everybody. Like I I do like Summersby. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Uh, I like a Summersby apple, but there's a, a Verando. It's a Spanish cider. They do a nice apple cider. Nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind either of those, to be honest. They're all good to me. Yeah, exactly. Can't be, can't be picky. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Russia, who was clearly picky and it failed them. You know what? You know what's ironic is that for a book that's from Russia with love, there's not a much there's Russian not love. Not much Russia in there. No, there's plenty of love. That none of the big action takes place in Russia. Huh? It takes place in like Turkey and um on. But with a Russian, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the main love interest is a Russian woman, yeah. Yeah. And the main villain is trained by the Russians. So <laughs> they're there. It's just like you think, oh, from Russia. All right, it's all in Russia. No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. It's in a whole other country. It's probably because he couldn't write about it because he didn't. He probably wasn't allowed to go over there. At probably, the time. The, yeah. you know, the Iron Curtain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very well. Very good. Yes, I know a little bit of history. I'm very proud. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got a seven and a half yep. and a 7.8. Yep. Still solid ratings. Absolutely. Still good drink. Mm hmm. But how about we move on to drink number three. Drink number three. Yes. There is a slight problem. Oh, there's, oh there's, that's not a, never a good thing. <laughs> Especially on a podcast. <laughs> when I went to purchase uh, our third drink yeah. from Dan Murphy's. Yeah. Uh, again, overseas, Dan Murphy's big drinks, alcohol beverage company, because we don't just sell them in our shopping centers, like in Woolies or Coles or... Don't they? No, oh. we don't sell... We sell the non-alcoholic version, so no alcohol whatsoever. No, you know what I was thinking? I was imagining where they have the bottle in next to Woolies. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, not the, but it's not the same. It's not the it? same, no. 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 So, like, if you're overseas, they obviously don't sell them in, like, a Walmart or Tesco's or something like that. Give it another 10 years, maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Well, that, that's here in South Australia. Yeah, in other right. states, they do sell them in Aldi. Yeah. They sell alcohol in Aldi. Could you imagine the lines at Aldi oh. on Thursday nights? <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> be nuts. <laughs> Gotta get it, yeah. Crook. Look, I, I like having the liquor separate. I like a specific yeah. sh- trek to a, a liquor store. It's a bit more uh, familiar that way, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So, problem. Yeah, you've, you've, let, us, you've last, let us down. The last beer, mm-hmm. a lager, yes. 4.6%. So it would have been sitting in between the two that we have tried this evening. Yeah, right. Was sold out nationwide. Nationwide. Yeah, the guy said nationwide or at least what? statewide. They didn't have it in any store. That's ridiculous. At all. It must be. Should we give a ten now? Just <laughs> just out <laughs> for that. Just just <laughs> just in the hopes that it's a ten <laughs> out of ten. Yeah, yeah. So we don't actually have a third drink technically. Oh. We don't have. The lager, which was a nice blue hue. Oh, it does look nice yeah, too. So, but I will still read out what it had on there All in right. the hopes that one day just we will try Just to stick it. the knife in a little hunt Just deeper, a little yeah. bit further, yeah. Crack open the window to a taste bud paradise of blue skies and salty sea breezes where the word drinkableness exists. Yes, say it out loud. Drinkableness. Say it, Blake. Drinkableness. Yeah. Our Bolter lager greets you with a casual citrus wave Subtle spicy grin and gentle malt hug. A happy place for your mouth, full of drinkableness. 
Now I'm really upset that we can't try that yeah, because that's clearly I'm quite taken by incredibly that. different to the other two that we've had on this episode. Very, yeah. And I'm really annoyed that I can't have this Are one. Are you the one who usually buys the drinks in this, you know, in the usual? Uh well, podcast? we we switch. You rotate. So right. like we rotate. Like right, I might right, buy right. for a couple of episodes then Kieran will or um, I'll buy then he'll buy then vice versa or well, what if have it's you. Sold out nationwide. Maybe we get on the blower to him now. You know, if he's still alive, and just go, yo, could you pick up this particular lager right now? Like, yeah, just uh, if you could like find it, duty free, and bring it over. Oh, look, I'm on their website now, and they. Oh, okay. Here we go. All locations. Oh. I tell you what. I bet I only tried Dan Murphy's. I bet I could have gone to like. First Choice Liquor or BWS yeah. or Thirsty Camel. Yeah, that's right. And they probably had it in stock there. Probably had like cans of the stuff. Yeah, and I did, didn't even think about it. That's all right. Let's let's have a look. It'll be like your white whale, you know, the thing you're chasing forever is that lager. Yeah, the First Choice near here has got <laughs> it in stock. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think to look there. Just sometimes, obviously, when uh, we purchase drinks from one place they're not always stocked yeah 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 at the competitors is it is it too late to f- stop now and just go grab it just really quickly quick, quickly run up the road buy one come back <laughs> yeah. i've got a tempting but i have something else for us oh okay in the meantime uh do you like gin sure why not all right well let's pour a gin with lemon lime bitters because i don't know what that's going to taste like neither but i'm keen to see how it goes <laughs> Let's do it. We'll have a brief interlude while we pause this. Uh, pour it, I should say. Yeah, yeah do, do some, the dance. I'll do some dancing and you do some pouring. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Yes. So, for those listening along, uh, if you listen to the previous episodes, um, I've actually pulled out gin. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the threefold gin that I got at the Royal Adelaide Show. Uh, grapefruit, rosemary, and lavender, an aromatic gin. Oh. And we put some lemon-lime bitters in there because... Mm-hmm. I didn't want to crack open a bottle of wine because then we'd have to finish it. <laughs> it's fruity. It looks nice. And it's a school day tomorrow. It is. Well, Wait, not for you. <laughs> I was going to say, what? <laughs> I have to go back to work after the holidays. Like, how long so. has this episode been recorded for? <laughs> <laughs> Weeks. <laughs> Weeks. So let's chink it and sink it and see how this tastes. That's not bad. That's actually quite nice. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Oh, God, I think I put a bit too much gin in mine. Holy shit. Well, you put the perfect amount in mine, so thank you. You're welcome. Ooh. Maybe yours needs a bit of a stir, perhaps. Oh, it's like a premix I've just bought out, poured out of a can. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, for me, good. Okay, good. I don't want to step on too many toes, you know, co-hosting and all that. Oh, uh, yeah, no, don't want to. set too many of the fan yeah. base. Now, obviously, since we don't really have a third drink to talk about. Well. Well, I mean, this is just gin a bolt, and... A bolter drink, yes. Yes, uh, a bolter drink to talk about. Mm-hmm. I've gone ahead and bought along another book. Nice. I've read this one too. <laughs> That's good. I'm actually surprised at how many books I've read. I'll See, have to break out f- Del Toro Quest now that I've read. Oh, the please f- do! Look. I've read the first book and it took me a whole term. That's fine. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't read those in ages. I'd love to sit down and just listen to a Del Toro <laughs> Quest <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, um, I have bought along now physical book. I have read this one, and now this one is from 2019. Now that's important, right? Um, updated in 2019. Is it this, important for you or is it important for the book? Uh, important for the book, I think. Okay, all right. Uh, and everybody. Yeah. This one is by Scott Papp, uh, the Barefoot Investor. Ah, I've seen this one in many, uh, co- many, uh, many a coffee table. Have seen the Barefoot Investor. That's yeah. for sure. Now, would you shit on a book? Uh, physically. 
metaphorically. Oh yeah, all the time. That's that's my whole podcast. Cool. You haven't been listening much. <laughs> I have. I just I just need to confirm. I don't want to like. No, no, we don't do that really. So, <laughs> gotcha again, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but would you willingly say don't read a book? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't read this book, and I've even, read it. Even though, yeah, I was gonna say, even though you have, right. Yeah. Now, it's not to say that some people who do buy it and read it get a benefit out of it. I can see how they get benefit out of it. Yeah, right. My wife bought it for me, and it was an interesting read. So, what's it about? So I've, ne- I've never read it. I've just seen it around so much. You know, I've heard it's hype, but that's So, it's it. basically a, a, a money guide um, right. helping you save, for instance, uh, I'll read what's on the back here. Yeah. So, fully updated for the 2019 to 2020 financial year, you'll get the skinny on saving up a six-figure house deposit in 20 months, doubling your income using the trapeze strategy, saving $77,000 on your mortgage and wiping almost seven years of payments, handing your kids or grandkids a $140,000 check on their birthday, and why you don't need a million dollars to retire, the Don Bradman retirement strategy. Right. So it's okay. a money guide, yeah, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, Um Now, it's important to say that this was updated in 2019 and then obviously COVID happened in yeah, 2020. Yeah, when they mentioned that, I'm like, that's interesting. I wonder what so the So I think it'd would be, be very out of date now. Yeah. Uh, I think they'd need to update it. But just in terms of what I read, it talks about having like a splurge account, a bills account and a savings account and splitting your money. Oh gosh, what was it? 60, 20, 20? Right. Something like that. I could probably tell you, actually. On my mobile. Because I did split it like that on my phone. Yeah, right. Uh, just because. Okay, no. So, I was a little bit out. So, it's basically your splurge account is 15% of your income. Yeah. Your bills and payments is 60% of your income. Yeah. And then your holiday account, like your savings, is another 15% of your income. Okay, right. Now, when I read this book in 2019, it based the average income on $80,000 a year. Yeah, okay. Not everybody earns $80,000 no a year. No, the, the, like, I remember reading some statistics. Like the, the difference between the lowest earner and the highest earner is so wild. And all the other data is so wild that it's hard to get like a reasonable average these days. Especially yeah. Especially after COVID and things like that. Especially after COVID. Um. And yeah, it, it def- basically just rambles on for an entire book about basing it on the Australian average wage of 80 grand. I'm like, average wage is 80 grand? Like, mm. in what world? Like, oh. if I was earning an average wage of 80 grand in 2019, I'd be laughing. Yeah, I wonder who the audience for this book was. Because, you know, like I said, if you were earning that much at that time, would you be going to the Barefoot Investor book and going, yes, I need that? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be those people. It'd be people under that, like, well under. Which like 50, I was. 60, yeah, exactly. Like, and th- that's not going to help you anyway if that's the average that mm. he's comparing it to. Like, and it talks about, like, um, splurge nights, going on a date night with your, with your significant other and not looking at the check and just paying for it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, right. Sorry, I'm sorry. Like, and he's like, he goes on in there about how. You should, like, if it's a $200 bill, who cares? Pay it. It's a splurge. I'm like, sorry, but in the previous chapter, you were just telling me to sort out my savings. Like, yeah. And on my income at the time, if I split that, I had nothing left. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's interesting going from his to be really tight with your money, but reckless spending doesn't matter. Like, yeah, once a month, it. go out and do a reckless spend. It's like, if I both. go out once a month and do a reckless spend, 
Like if I, we were to go out for like a nice dinner, I'd easily try and drop 300 bucks plus. I don't have $300 to drop on dinner. No. I'd no. be like, well, let's get the expensive one. Oh, let's get an entree. Let's get a main and a dessert. Let's go for a drink afterwards. Yeah, right. Like immediately, even on a three-course meal it, between two people is $100. Yes, easily. Plus your drinks, mm. which are, is making it probably another 120 Maybe yep. if you got a cocktail, 130 Yep. Then you decide to go and have some drinks elsewhere. You're probably looking at 150, mm-hmm. and so that's 150 there. And then you've had a couple of drinks, so you've probably taxied or Ubered into town. Yeah, yeah. Which is another thirty or forty dollars plus another thirty or forty dollars back. So we're already over two hundred dollars in spending, heading towards three hundred, depending on the restaurant you've gone to. Yeah, right. Do we know much about this guy? Like, is is he? Because what I'm hearing is. He is a financial advisor and yeah. he has written for newspapers. And look, I think it has helped some people. It definitely, I think you've said it before, it has its, like, books have their place. Yeah. And this has had its place and it has helped people. I just think that it doesn't help people unless, for instance, you already have, you already have your own home. You yeah. You have, you're paying off your mortgage. You have lower bills. Yeah. Or yeah. your kids are out of home. Like, I just, I don't think it helps people of our age. The bottom line kind of, yeah. Like, it doesn't help people under the age of 30. And I I swear the people I've seen with that book are that age group. Yeah, because we all think, like, that's that's great. It's going to help me get my life on track. It's not. It's clickbait. Like, if I was to work out my wage at the time of reading that, I would, like I said, I'd have nothing left. Yeah. My splurge, even at 15%, like, my bills don't work out... To sixty percent didn't even no. work out at sixty percent at that point. They were more like seventy. Yeah, nowadays it'd be even worse. And it's like, even higher now. Yeah. Like, how do you comprehend working the average wage on eighty grand? I don't know. Just picked a number. Like, because people there now, don't yeah. like a, a lot of, for instance, teachers. Mm. I know deserve a pay rise. Yeah. In, well. Yeah. Re- retail workers don't earn. If you're earning eighty grand in a retail job, you are either a store manager, yeah, or an assistant store manager, depending on the size of the store. Yeah, right. Like, or a, or an area manager. Like, how do you? I just don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't get it. Yeah, it just it feels a bit money hungry and yeah. not in a good way. Like, so I I wouldn't recommend that book. No, that's fair enough. I don't I don't see anything wrong with like I said not recommending a book without with reason. Mm. The one thing I, I don't like is when people go, oh, I don't don't read that book. Why? Well, I haven't read it, but I've heard. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard. Mm. Like, that's where I'm like... Mm. It's the same thing with movies. People are like, oh, the critics are bagging it. I'm like, well, I'm still going to go watch it. Yeah, and I've got friends them. who, for instance, they, they hated... Uh, I think Kieran wasn't a fan either. They didn't like the new Star Wars yeah. saga with Rey. Yeah, right. And I get their point of view, mm. and I understand it. But the thing is, is because I don't read a lot of fiction books mm. for me it's still a great film yeah, yeah like there are there are holes don't get me wrong like yeah. there are holes yeah, in, yeah. in the plot line and things like that but i can sort of oversee that because it's an enjoyable film for me yeah yeah you're looking like for, you're or people looking like oh different... it doesn't match i'm sure you understand like it doesn't match some things won't match the comic book yeah yeah for me i don't care like it, it's still a great film or a great show yeah like, some people are like oh the lord of the rings show i'm like I didn't read the books. No. So to me, that's just filling in holes from the movie. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. Like, that, at all. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. I've tried to be a bit better about it myself, like you mentioned. Um, try not to look at adaptations in particular with that lens. Because yeah. in the end, 
the people making these things don't really care. Like, they're not looking to replicate the same thing because why would you? It'd just be a waste of a product. Yeah. Whereas, like you said, with Star Wars, like, they're not looking to uh, adapt one of the Expanded Universe books, something like that, exactly how... Or fanfic or something like that. They're trying to make a new product and whether they fail or not, it doesn't matter. They've just made something new. They've created something. Yeah, and they're just there for thing. creation and to appeal to the masses, basically. Yeah, and if you don't like it... Like, you don't like it. It doesn't matter. Like, it's going to make money, like, mm. at this point. Which, yeah. by the way, Rogue One is a great film. I love Rogue One. It's so good. Yeah. I, that's one I one of the expe- the new ones I keep coming back to a lot. It's such a good film. Yeah. It's so sad the way it ends. And if you haven't seen it, spoilers. It doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. But that's what makes it great. That's what makes it great. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know what has been great? This drink. This drink. that I just whipped up. It was very quickly I, done. And I, I just... And Tashi tastes really it's quite nice. It's really good. It's great. It's quite nice. So that is... Uh, we're not going to rate this one because no, it's, it's no. not fair on Bolter. Like, we, they didn't... I couldn't get the third one to try. Yeah. If I could, I would have, and we would be it'd doing be, that. It'd but be a bit more, bit of masturbatory if we went, oh, how would we rate your drink, Jason? Yeah, like, like how would we rate it against yours? <laughs> um, but I enjoyed that. I, yeah. I didn't realise that that would be so good, so no, I might make that in the future. But It's definitely a good one. What is your favourite out of the two we've had today from Bolter? Um, so we had the, the, the Easy ha- Hazy and then the Hazy. I reckon just the Hazy, to be honest. Yeah? Yeah. I still think it's not as good as the earlier ones, but... Yeah. It's closer to yeah those ones. Um, I'm gonna go, yeah. I, I'm gonna put them on par with each other, mm. even though I scored them differently. I'm gonna put them on par with each other with how I like them. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, that's. I think they're on par for me. Yeah, yeah. It's, they they weren't as different as the other ones were from each other. No, it wasn't. It's not as easy to go. All right, this one is very clearly better than the last one. Yeah, because they are sim. There's they're similar, but they have different. But when you read, like you said, reading in the descriptors on the back or on the website, they're totally different vibes. Like what oh. they're looking for is completely different. Exactly, hundred percent. But I'm gonna say that's that's a pretty good wrap on Bolter Brewing. Yeah, like we've got two episodes of wonderful beers from a wonderful Aussie company. Even better. Buy, buy local, yeah. yep, support local. Sorry to the premier of SA, we didn't buy local SA, but we bought local Australia, so it's close enough, right? Well, it's Australia's a labour labor country now. Yeah, sure it, it is. That's, back. Yeah, exactly right. So, um, Bolter Brewing, well done. Yeah, well, some, very well done. Some great beers, happy. and if you're listening, which we hope you are, and if you're getting to this point uh, and you're still listening, great. If you didn't get to this point and you're not listening, then boo you. <laughs> you uh, still great stuff. <laughs> um, Check it out. Try them. Yes. They're great. If you have lager, I don't know, have it. Go on a date and Go get on a these date and, ha- and have some. Yes. Like, they're, they're great. And they're... then send an email and say, hey, yeah. we listened to the podcast. We did this. Yeah. It and then great. make sure you do some Russia with love and then try to figure out if you can find your virgin way. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's a good wrap <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, who knows if you're going to be back for another episode? I hope so. Like, like I'm I'm like a tree. I'm starting to grow moss. My roots are getting in now. Yeah, like, like you're just sort of fitting in, aren't you? Yeah, just I'm like part my of the parlor palm right over there. That's for some weird reason now anchoring to the left. I don't it's know. trying to get away from me, I think. <laughs> I only noticed it when you came in too, so maybe you're right. <laughs> Just like, please get away, <laughs> help me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, Blake, thanks for tuning in. It well, tuning in, tuning like, in, tuning in. <laughs> uh, Joining us once again. 
that's all right. Happy um, to do it. And if we can fit you another one in before Kieran is fully available to come back again, or we'll we can rock and sock and robots, and it, I'll take him down. Yeah, that's yeah. We'll we'll knock him out, take him out. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> no, I'm, you'll be fine. Your you know where he lives. There. I know where he lives. Yeah, for yeah, yeah for true. now. Yeah, before he moves. Yeah, he might move. Then no one will know where he lives. Yeah, then no one's gonna know where he lives. He's just living in a. Let's tent. hope he just stays. He's in the just same living place. in a tent out the front of your house. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I'm fucking watching you. <laughs> 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 well, look. Uh, thanks for helping out. Cheers. Cheers. Big ears. Now you got very yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for listening. Um, for drink discussion, he's been Blake, and he's been Jason. Recycle your bottles.